0: And welcome to the High Jiu Jitsu Podcast. Welcome. What's going on, Maddie?
1: Oh man, it's good. To, it's good to be here.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, it's good to be where to be here with you. I mean, talking to someone. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. for people that I'm sure everyone's realised, um, and this will come out very soon tomorrow. Actually, um, it's the coronavirus um podcast. <laughs> it's or well, it's a podcast in the time of coronavirus, mm. and um, it's just been a very 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 odd month at least um we closed I think it was on the twenty first or the twenty second of March so we 've been closed for like a, a month and a, about a week now i think and yeah um just a lot a lot has gone on um <clears throat> in that time and at the same time, not much has gone on so how how's life changed for you maddie
1: um you know what? It, it's it 's challenging man i mean I I am out of work at the moment, so uh, it took me a few weeks to adjust to that. I mean, uh, there was this kind of divine moment of realization that it's like, okay, I can't just wait for. I've got to I've got to react to this, Mm -hmm. which kind of is is like a jujitsu thing in in itself. I was thinking about jujitsu and how much I miss it, and I'm like, well, what would I do in jujitsu? And it's like, well, I I have to recognize what is happening. Mm And I need to start making changes to what I'm doing to, to, to really get through this. Um, and, you know, those two weeks, I, I did nothing. I didn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sat on the couch. I played video <laughs> games. It was
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it got depressing real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just I noticed myself drinking more. Um, to, you know, just I didn't know what to do with myself.
0: There's a lot of time.
1: A lot of time. Mm-hmm. Just, everything's changed. The gym's not open. Nothing's open. You can't go out. You're not even allowed. You're, you're barely allowed to go into the parks at the moment. You can for a walk, etc. But um, it's been tough, man. So I'm trying to, re, you know, get everything going and a- a- adapt. Yeah. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I just feel it's just been uh, just been an interesting ride. Yeah. I think. To be honest, I think the the emotions in this whole thing, um, you gotta stay aware and it's very easy to not get aware because th- there's panic everywhere. Yeah. So you really, really gotta like determine, okay, what in my thought processes now are panic and what is kind of like ca- calculated decision making. And um, I think there's been enough panic, like so much panic from everybody. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> And I think it's like now the realities are slowly starting to hit as well because I had a, I had a month as well where I actually went the other way. Like I um, I didn't stop. I kind of fight or flight, right? Yeah, it's like okay. a common stress response. Yep. Uh, mine was like fight. So I put up like 15, 14 <laughs> Zoom classes per week. Everybody we're yeah. going to meet up three times a day. Yeah. You know, we're going to ramp it up in this way. And then, you know, of course it's like, you make decisions, and again, like you you get the data, mm-hmm. you, like things happen, the outcome happens, and then you get the data from that, and then you kind of like readjust. Okay, okay, that worked in this way, so let's kind of adapt and make it different again, and then yeah. different again, and again, and Absolutely. again. Um, so we're on like the second schedule, and it's a bit less, a few less um, Zoom classes, mm-hmm. um, but I think now I'm slowly starting to get into the. I'm in an interesting position because my, Angie's, uh, my wife is, um, 38 and a bit weeks pregnant now. So if there's, if there was ever a time for a quarantine, you know, like now is it, you know, for a lockdown, for example, for me, because she's been, she's had sciatica in her back and she can't move. So she can't really go out anyway. So she's staying indoors. So, um, that's been, that's been, um, nice in a way. And there's definitely been positives of this whole six weeks.
1: Spend more time with her.
0: Yeah, yeah, there are definitely there's a lot of silver lining here. Mm. But it doesn't take away from the fact that we're still stuck at home and that businesses are all still closed and you know, there's a there's a virus out there and you know, people are getting sick and you know, it's having massive effects um, not just right now for us but in future as well. Mm. You know, and like um, people's mental health are going going crazy and that's why I started fourteen classes a week. Because I thought to myself, imagine people just, I went into a bit of a depression mode too a little bit. And I was like, no, we have to band together to get out of this. Like we have to, because if everyone goes their own way and hibernates in their own little nest, like that, it could be very hard to jump back out of that. Mm, Absolutely. So whilst, okay, rest, now's a good time to rest. Tony Earl said a beautiful thing. He's like, "Um, when, when, um, when, when a fisherman isn't fishing, he's mending nets, you know, like, so when you're not out there, like actually doing it, then you're back and you're preparing, you're recovering and you're, you know, just waiting till the next time that you do go out. And of course we can use this benefit, like to our, to our advantage. You can use this time, but, it, and like at the same time, it doesn't take away from the fact that there is a lot of suffering going on right now, you know, and people um, like financially, mm-hmm. mentally, like it's not, as easy as it sounds, like stay indoors, like it's socially, man, like it's so much fun hanging out and talking to you now and seeing somebody other than my wife. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. But, you know, it gets to a point where you're inside for two weeks, you got like cabin fever. You just, and I've, I think we've been a lot more, um, we've been luckier in Australia because our lockdown hasn't been that bad. Mm. Like Spain only recently allowed kids to walk outside and go to wow. the park to exercise. Like before, kids were not allowed out. Not allowed out of the house. Mm, there you go. You know, um, people in China were getting like their the, the doors would be welded up yeah. so they couldn't even walk outside their apartments as well. Yeah. Um, so I think we've been totally fine. But at the and at the same like at the same time it's been a big, big, big change to our daily life.
1: Well, I mean, I mean you, <clears> look, everyone has to go to the shops to buy food. All it takes is one trip to the shops and and to see half the, the stores are closed. Mm-hmm you know um that's that's a big change in and of
0: itself just yeah, it's weird time. man that like some stores are closed and others aren't so like it, yeah anyways we won't get into the politics of coronavirus oh, yeah. um for this one but um i just like everybody to say that i just like to say to everybody that um we're in the same boat and i think we're all we all just need to like band together and i say that all the time in videos but we can't like we just got to it's got to stay together and just keep the keep the flame burning even if just a little bit right now because the jiu-jitsu flame doesn't ever go out like and I've been doing solo sequences like on YouTube and you know like we've been doing Zoom classes with you know um just jiu-jitsu do it yourself kind of a thing yeah. and it's i understand everybody that that's not the same as jiu-jitsu like it's just not the same Matty, you could do yoga Put A few candles in your room, yep, you know, and put you some like nice music days. and then listen to Seb Brush, you know, on, on your Chromecast. they have even got Sebastian Brush on my Chromecast, so yeah. on my awesome TV upstairs, I just got oh, Seb Brush there and it's awesome, it's fun. Yep. I like, I can do yoga at home. I've got a barbell here and a dumbbell as you can see, so I can do some lifting. But, Matty, I've got a freaking a blanket and a towel, and I've wrapped my gear over it, and I've tied up the belt, and I try to grapple with that thing. I just can't grapple with it. Worst it's just- <laughs> it's difficult, there. man. It's difficult. So I think I think martial arts, all martial arts, it's just very hard. Like, you, of course you can practice them. You can get better. I think you can get better if you're doing it by yourself. But at the same time, um, it's v- like it's just so difficult, if not impossible, to train. Jiu-jitsu, the, the Jiu-Jitsu that we know and love, like it's very hard to do by yourself. Yes. We're doing something else when we're, meeting up by ourselves you know we're doing we're working out which is fine yeah, yeah. but we're not doing Jiu Jitsu because the thing the beauty about Jiu Jitsu is that it's the two nervous systems that come together mm. so you know when I'm saying alright you know find the structure that you're going to use and use the barbell the barbell doesn't move around the barbell doesn't have aggression yeah. the barbell isn't going to like do something that you haven't thought about. It's not going to make you have to adjust.
1: I'm just imagining it's a barber to switch it to <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: a barber, for God's sake, you know, and it's not going to fight back. So um, It's going to go where you push it. Yeah, so um, it's okay, but I think we're all silently, like, suffering in, internally as jiu-jitsu people, and we're all in a similar boat, um, and I think it won't be long till we're back. So in the meantime, Maddie the high jiu-jitsu podcast goes on it does it does and i think we had a nice little backlog what me and maddie try to do is like set up a um, bit of a backlog so we can always have something prepared for um for release when the time is um coming um and now we're here and we're doing the one that's going to be coming out tomorrow so the topic for today
1: i think we're pretty lucky that everything's settled settling down for the most part
0: yeah, so we might even have a few more podcasts coming at you, people. Oh, 10 ways to annoy your jiu-jitsu buddies. Oh, ho um, Now look, guys. High jiu-jitsu is amazing. The most beautiful spot. And your academy is amazing. <clears throat> and it's f- there's like full of awesome people. Like, we know this. And at the same time, it's so easy to, to kind of rub people the wrong way in, in at, at a jiu-jitsu class. And a lot of the times you don't even know what you're doing, you know, to piss people off, um, but you are sometimes. And um, what we're doing today is just going through a little list, um, <clears throat> and this isn't an exclusive list, so feel free to send in some um, some other um, pointers, some things that, you that you know, annoy you, but we all know you're a great person, and you don't intend to annoy your friends, but there are some things that are taboo on the JITS Mats. The following list will you know, help you realize where you're at and avoid being that annoying training partner. So, number one. I think this is like my pet peeve. I hate this. And it's transcended into the rest of my life as well. Don't clip your nails if you want to be an annoying partner. Because <laughs> <laughs> people love getting sliced by human body parts. So feel free to throw those razor blades around. Hey,
1: check these puppies out. Yeah. See. Well, honestly, I think I think yesterday I've been terrible without jujitsu. I've uh, uh, my my routine's been completely ruined. Don't uh,
0: tell me you got long nails though, man. Come uh, on.
1: Not, are you People, aren't, you can't see this. My nails are freshly cut as of yesterday, but I think it was like six weeks without clipping Oh cooking.
0: yuck! <laughs> so, I can't take myself. Sh- for some reason, I don't know. My dad's a friggy, so. Yeah, I, I right. never saw my dad with long nails because when he gets long nails and all the grease comes underneath yeah. them. So he's always chopping them to get the, the grease out of it. Yep. So when I say long nails, I don't know. I just, I just, it just I mean, makes me really uncomfortable.
1: They weren't long enough that you <laughs> paint them
0: or anything, but, um, you sure Maddie We had that being painted as well.
1: No, they weren't, but, uh, they, you can see a
0: bit of red remnants on those. Uh, just
1: could, could be blood from riding the bike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hard times, huh?
1: Let's see. No, um, i agree i agree man every now and then i'll go home and i'll see on my you don't notice it while you're rolling sometimes but you'll go home and then all of a sudden you got this big gash on your foot and you're like oh god damn someone's someone's toenail just tore a chunk out of my leg
0: toenails are like especially gross as well i just dirty toenails turn me off but like but also i'm sure they're gross for everybody um, but they're also dangerous because we're doing jiu jitsu and you kind of the, the grips you're gripping people and you're mm-hmm. kicking and pulling people with your legs. Absolutely. Um, and here's the, the the mess up of this it's not just okay, you're going to cut some, this somebody, but that cut that you've um inflicted on somebody else now has the ability to um to get infected very yeah. easily. Open wounds on the jiu jitsu mats is a no no, that's a big, big no no. So when you're cutting people on the mats, you're doing them a, like Double the services, triple ones, because you know now that they're more susceptible to, you know, the the just the bacterias that naturally, um, you know, come around in, in a in an environment like ours. Yep. Um. So people. Not even
1: that. I mean, we're pretty pretty lucky. I don't think I've ever been poked in the eye at high jiu jitsu. But I remember I went overseas once and I was training in a gym. I was full stripe blue belt. Training with a white belt who had like three stripes and he was trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. He wanted to win so badly and he clawed at my face and his finger went straight in my eye. If he had long nails, that could have been my eye gone.
0: Wow. Yeah. Easy. Easy. You know, have you, um, different story? You know, Mike Winklejohn of Winklejohn MMA. Yes. My, uh, don't Jackson know. Winklejohn. Don't Jackson Winklejohn. Yeah. Know well, anyways, that, that guy, John Jones' coach, apparently, he was holding pads for somebody because um, he's a kickboxing coach yeah. he was holding pads and someone went to high kick and they um, their toenail went in his eye sl- sl- um, slit his eyeball and all the like fluid oh, from the eye just pulled out
1: no that's disgusting so if you
0: see Mike Winklejong now he's got a he's got a glass eyeball because really? of that one incident
1: oh. and that's
0: because of a toenail guys toenails are dangerous and nails so honestly like I feel like it's annoying. I get annoyed when I have to tell people like, hey man, cut your nails. Like you've come to a jiu-jitsu class for God's sake. Hey, and you know how it is? It's any white part, cut that off. Yeah. Like if it's maybe a millimeter of white part is acceptable just so you don't hurt your nails. But mm. two millimeters of white part is enough to slip people. So do not.
1: You know, it takes you less than five minutes once every two weeks to keep your nails in check.
0: Yeah, and it's fun, and it's nice, it's therapeutic it's a ther- after therapeutic. a shower, you know, bup, 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 bup. it's very nice, it's enjoyable. So, people, cut your nails.
1: And if it's not enjoyable, you need to work on your flexibility.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <You> can't, reach, <laughs> you can't reach your own toes. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, two, you want to annoy people, come to class with a stench of ghee and bad body odor. Yeah. This is a big one, Matty, mm-hmm. and this one has to be said in a jiu-jitsu school... Um, and here's the other reason, maybe after this Corona stuff, um, people are going to be so much more, um, careful. Mm. So the last thing you want is to rock up to a class and, and stink. Um, and the problem is it's the ghee, but it's the body odors. These could even be, could almost be like a separate point. The stenchy ghee is easily done too. Okay. Um, no one loves the stench of smelly old sweat in their face. Mm -hmm. Okay and or sweaty, smelly old sweat on your gi. Mm. Now, read the gi, wash your gi after every class. Can we say that safely, Maddie? Yeah, no. If you're training
1: twice in one day, bring two gis.
0: Bring two gis, man. Unless Danny Wilmot, um, Danny sometimes will wear one gi, and not roll, just do the class. And he doesn't sweat that much, to be honest. For so I'm that like, might work you know what that's borderline Danny yeah. that's borderline yeah. okay and then he'll air it out and then he'll wear it a second time and that is semi-acceptable um, but that's not ideal ideally two gees for everywhere for everywhere yeah. for yeah. every class yep Does it, if you're doing back to back you don't need two gees correct that's what I saying. yeah but if you sweat the gee up it dries do not wear it again wash yeah. it don't care how much you sweat sometimes i just do class or just do it I'll do two classes and I might have sweat. Of course, I've sweat a little bit, just, you know, like my knees, my armpits and like, you know, my face and I've I've wiped my head, my face with my sleeve a little bit. It's like, man, throw that thing in the wash because that's going to house a lot of bacteria um, and and nasties. And we don't want those nasties, especially right now. Yep. So we're going to be even more um, crazy on that. Danny, when we come back, you're not wearing that gear twice, man. That's it. See in the times of Corona, we have to be get back on the mats. At one class, one gi. That's in, that's important.
1: I I mean, when when I teach a class in the morning, and I have another class that afternoon. Yeah. When I teach, I'm not getting that sweaty, but I still will not rewear that gi. I don't. Know, maybe again, look. Maybe you can make that judgment per person, but I'm a sweaty person. I'll teach a class and I come out of it dripping.
0: Yeah, so you sweat like I swear. you know, It's so, the best of times. So yeah,
1: don't bring it wet stinky gear to
0: class yeah no that's a, that's a no no well,
1: wash it after every class
0: yeah so here's some other things Um, because maybe I wash my gear after every class you know this has been happening probably like for two three months this was a problem and I kept trying to adapt things and change things up and I think I worked out the solution but before we got closed down because of coronavirus I would bring in a gear and I had washed it but then the moment I'd start sweating it just admit this dirty disgusting like yeasty smell um, and what was happening there is I feel like the washing machine has to get maintained and, and washed mm. properly. But also the problem is when you like sweat hard and then drop your gear in the laundry, let's say, and it kind of sits there mm. and the, the sweat kind of gets housed in that for a while. Then it dries up. It's critical that you wash your gear as right. soon as you can yep. um, after you finish your class. Don't let it fester in a bag. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. But even then, what you want to do is like maintain your ghee and care for it. So one thing that I have to do, Maddie, uh, Marty um, told me this, you put um, bicarb soda, you put some bicarb soda in with the um, the, the detergent. detergent, yeah, and a little bit of softener, mm-hmm. and he puts like some eucalyptus oil or something as well, and it takes, it's disinfectant, and it disinfects the cotton, ah. you know, so that bicarb I think eliminates that yeasty, yeah, like that okay. yeasty buildup. And sometimes people come into class with like mold growing off their gi. It happens sometimes. How? You see it, man. It's like this dirty kind of yucky I, stuff.
1: I don't know. Like, I,
0: you have to not just wash your gi, you have to maintain it as yes. well. Or and that includes rashies, anyone. that includes belts, that includes all of your equipment.
1: I, after every class, first thing I do when I get home is I put it in the wash. I, don't, I never let it sit overnight or anything.
0: I had a problem, Matty. Um... That I live in an apartment and sometimes if I put on my, let's say I get home at 10.30, it's been a big day of class, I've cleaned the, cleaned the dojo, get home at 10.30, um, sometimes I feel bad um, Put turning on the washing machine over night time because yep. it makes a noise and it's going to wake up the tenants, there's a, there's a baby next door, there's a baby upstairs. You're
1: going to have your own baby soon.
0: Yeah, so like that's got to be careful of that so sometimes what I'll do is just get water put in a bucket of water first and let it kind of soak maybe some like um, some detergent in that let it just soak there and then put it in the wash because I don't want don't want it to house all that yuckiness Um, critical
1: yep absolutely
0: Um, here's part two of that number two bad body odors this is critical you know why because okay here's a, a good rule of thumb if you can smell yourself, then other people can smell you. Mm. But here's the other thing. Sometimes you can't smell yourself, but you still stink to other people. If you even remotely smell yourself, you smell. <laughs> like you <laughs> smell funny. for other people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a huge... I agree. Like
0: that. you just... It just it happens. Mm-hmm. And even like go lift up your armpits right now, people. And give you, give it your armpits a smell. <laughs> That smell there, if you open, if you lift up your arms, somebody within, someone that's not practicing social distancing can smell you. So they've got a choice. They practice social distancing, get away from the other two meters away, or especially when we're doing jiu-jitsu, the last thing you want is to, to, to smell. Some, hey, Matty, fuck man, we're humans. We're humans, most definitely. And sometimes I've come, maybe I've done a workout before, and I go straight to jujitsu. And I feel really, really grossed out because I'm like, man, I really need to have a shower. This is <laughs> gross. Like, and I'm the teacher. Like, that's one of my fears. Like to try to teach a student jujitsu and then have like a mad stench come off me. Yeah, that's not to right. my student. That would turn me off. I was like, yeah, yeah, yuck, teacher. Go wash yourself, <laughs> mate. Like, fuck, that's disgusting. Sorry, sorry. But um, yeah. Look at hey. Shower before class, you know, and if you think you're even if you think that you smell even a little bit, um, top, bottom, anywhere like shower, you need to shower for your sake and for the sake of your all your training partners and your whole school because no one wants a stinky person in the class, and a stinky person is going to stink for a lot of people around them. And a stinky person can happen when you've gone to work all day and you're sweaty, stinky person can happen when. You haven't washed properly in a while. Could be when you've gone to the toilet and you haven't wiped your butt properly. Sorry, I'm going to say it. Wanna, and fuck it. Sorry, and it smells like I wanna, toilet. I want to touch like on shit. that
1: point. Being at work all day. Clean yourself, people. Being at work all day. My Lord, the number of times I've done nothing but sit at my desk for an entire day. I get home or even on the way to jiu-jitsu and I'm like damn I smell
0: yeah
1: (laughs) I've done no exercise I've sat on my butt but it can happen people you may get up take a shower put your deodorant on you're going to be awesome then 8 hours later of sitting at your desk and you're going to stink yeah so uh, yeah check yourself you may think Mm. it's um you don't but you do
0: you know what Matty um I've been I've been sitting at home in quarantine you know and maybe going downstairs and doing some hip escapes and you know going to the garbage bin throwing out the garbage but I've been taking turmeric supplements, and to be honest, I feel like I smell. I feel like it smells from my pores. It comes out of my pores, and it smells. There's a different smell. There's a different yeah, BO yeah. that I have on me right now. Better and or worse? Worse. Worse. Yeah, <laughs> Remind me to different. Stay away from different. T- try it. Like I don't know if there's anyone. Can everyone? Can anyone please like you know, message me if this is the same thing for you? But every time I take a turmeric supplement, I start to smell different. That's hey. for sure.
1: Chewing's good for your joints or something. Yeah, it's
0: like it really helps the shoulder. It's anti-inflammatory. So that's why I think i would Okay, and unless they do smell like B.O., deodorant. I'm going to give people two... You guys, lucky you guys for tuning into this lesson because you're going to get two of the biggest tips right now. Ready? Deodorant, antiperspirant deodorant for your underarms. And here's the secret. Look, when you go to the toilet and you have to do a number two, okay? Before class what you have to do is pack baby wipes. And you get baby wipes and you clean yourself properly, okay? Mm. That would be the only acceptable time that you can go to class and let, you know, um, without the shower. You got to baby wipe yourself. You got to be 100% confident mm. that you don't smell and that there's no remnants from the toilet trip to the jiu-jitsu class. Maddie, tell me I'm not wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. That's a better way to put that. As in, have you ever... Tell me you haven't had the student come in who's clearly been to the toilet, doesn't know how to wipe themselves, and then you have to do, like, I just don't want to be around that person. Or is that just my overly sensitive nose? I'm going to go with your
1: overly sensitive nose. No, man. Or I'm that person because if I've never smelt it, it must be me.
0: Maybe it is you, man. I hope not. I hope that's not me. People, Listen. You've got to clean yourself, okay? Clean yourself. This is jujitsu for God's sake and we can't have smelly people in our class. Yeah,
1: that's just unhygienic. If you smell, it's, it's it a sign of unhy- being non-hygienic. Okay. And as you said, at this current time, that's, uh, that's priority number one.
0: Have you made that Have we made that point clear, Maddie? I think so. Come to class. <laughs> okay. Point three, and this is especially um, pertinent to this situation right now. Come to class. If you want to annoy people, in your jiu-jitsu class, come to class with flu germs and just spread them for everybody to enjoy. Because who doesn't enjoy being sick and snotty? Intentional fighting, smelly feet also fit in this category. My friend, please, please. Mm. Listen, um, maybe the intentional fighting and smelly feet go above.
1: I don't think anyone intentionally does that.
0: People, People's feet smell too sometimes.
1: I don't, know. I don't but, smell people's feet.
0: Man. You don't smell people's feet. Nah. Come on, man! If someone good, good. So good job, high to people. Yeah, that's it. For coming to class with like clean feet. I've never smelled feet. dirty feet before. I've smelled dirty feet. I've before. I've seen dirty feet. No, feet I've smelled like, them. Mm. Smelt them as well. You don't want them anywhere near you. Nah. Dirty feet game. That's what that's, <laughs> especially relevant. <laughs> yeah. love it. Um, but look on, on the point um, when you come to class with like and you like oh. like that. See that. See that noise. <laughs>
1: that's a partner i don't want to be near
0: hey man um can we please practice the spider guard <laughs> no no get out of jujitsu class get out get out get out you shouldn't have even come in yeah. okay because especially in a, this, this is 2020 we're in the in the midst of a pandemic we're right in the, hopefully hopefully we're at toward, we're not towards the end of the pandemic like we're in the midst of it in 2020 um, and we've gotten smarter as a, as a community. We're getting smarter and smarter about being contagious yep. and spreading germs. And the last thing, of course, we were all getting super scared of like, um, and worried about COVID-19, but there's like, a, there's so many like v- flus and everything um, and you got them yourself and people don't want them. So if you're contagious, if you're feeling sick, Especially at the beginning when you feel like something's about to come on, that's probably the worst time to come to class. Like, that's the time that you should be staying home for everybody else's sake so you don't um, throw it onto people, but also for yours, man. Get better. Like, rest. Rest a little bit. You know, maybe go for a little nice, gentle walk instead outdoors where you don't spread your germs to other people. Get a little bit of a sweat on, but like, stay indoors and drink tea and just recover and get better and then come back to class when you're feeling 100% again.
1: Yeah. I think you did a really good job of setting that example uh, right before this whole COVID thing happened. Um, you know, as it's starting to b- b- come out, you had the sniffles and you were like, nah, you know what? I'm going to lead by example. Everyone, I have a sniffles. I could be coming down with something. Yeah. And the next day you were better. I think you had one day off.
0: Yeah. Cause that's what, look, man, I had the sniffles. I woke up and I had the sniffles a little bit and then I, there was nobody else to take noon class. And it was a time when Corona was kind of being talked about early on. Yeah,
1: it was only in China sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and then some students like made a joke and they did make a joke. I think it was Venno and Jazz. They're like, oh, John, someone, you sound like a little, a little bit sick. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what? That's not like, like, that was a funny joke, but that's bad. That was my bad. Mm-hmm. And if I expect, mate, for everybody to follow this rule, I'm not, I'm not like, Immune to that rule, mm-hmm. just like I'm not immune to flu, and you're not immune to flu. So, if I come there with oh, my germs, my done. <laughs> well, if, so what if I come yeah. like other, other people might not, you know? Absolutely. And other people have babies at home and elderly at home, and these little sicknesses that might put us out for a few days could put them out for a lot longer. Yep. So, be nice to everybody, and if you're sick, stay away from the dojo. Is that fair enough?
1: I think it's pretty cut and dry.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, if you want to be an annoying training partner, be forceful and reckless. Mm. We're all on our unique path of learning. That much is true. But taking risks with other people's bodies, that's a no-go zone. Um, now, Maddie, at, you know, especially in a fundamentals class, even in open rank, let's talk about open rank. In open rank at higher Jiu-Jitsu... Open rank simply means like you don't need a certain um, like uh, rank <laughs> to um, to come in, you know. So anybody can come in. And that's that's something I might soon change and turn it into like a micro advanced class. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, everybody is on their own path. So you'll come up into an open rank class. Yep. And you got like a beginner who's done five classes. And then you got Maddie Bunza who's like purple belt phenol, right? So <laughs> so the white belts tend to get really excited or might get excited and start doing what they just know which isn't that much. Um, and so they might start being forceful and they might start being reckless. Um, but I also think that the person even the white belt who doesn't want to hurt other people, Will still have enough common sense in them to think like, hold on, if I was to just completely jump around and break like and I could break somebody's face right now, you know. If I threw my knee and tried to jump over somebody's guard and you know, and I've had two classes of, of jujitsu, chances I'm gonna hurt somebody here. So it's actually on the one hand, you don't want you wanna you don't wanna limit yourself by being worried, but on the other hand, some care goes a long way with your partner. And if you don't have that care for your partner, you're going to piss people off. Mm. There's always, there's for me at least, Maddie. there's been people that I know every time I roll with them, I know that like, okay, something's probably going to happen. Okay. Whether it's higher or even like, you know, previous schools. Yep. Every time I roll with someone, I'm like, okay, here we go. Expect expect the unexpected right now. Because they're just like a big ball of chaos. Yep. You know, yeah. and they don't understand, A, their, their strength, but they don't understand proper technique either. Mm. And they don't have the finesse, and maybe they don't have the care well,
1: just for other people. A lot of enthusiasm.
0: Yeah, but care. Mm. Where you have enthusiasm, please have care too, and not just for other people, but for yourself. Because mm. we've said this many times in this podcast, Maddie, That you know this is the long game, and mm. you want to avoid injury at all costs. So, the, hence why take away that forcefulness, take away that reckless abandon um, to win, and instead think about your partner. Mm. I think there's you know. And think for oh shit if I do this I might hurt my partner let me think twice yep. you know or let me do it slowly so that I don't hurt my partner so I'll make sure that I'm not going to hurt them let me talk to them you do not want to hurt your partner you don't want to be that person that's hurting people the other thing Maddie, I've got this um, as you know as a coach of hire um, we've got this spreadsheet and any injury that comes up on that spreadsheet um, is uh, any injury that comes up in hire is documented. And with that being said, if I start seeing people's names twice, three times, four times, five times, hey, there's a trend. There's a pattern there. So you don't want to put your name on that. You don't want to be injured, but you don't want to be the injurer either. Mm. Once, twice, accidents happen. I get it. Accidents happen. This is a martial art. Yep. I get it. But we have to be able to train the martial art without necessarily hurting ourselves.
1: Otherwise, you're going to have no training partners.
0: Yep. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Imagine if every time you did a kimura you had to break the guy's shoulder. Yeah, well, (laughs) sometimes, hey, man,
0: that's what happens sometimes. Like, get two tough guys, yeah, get them to practice technique. One guy, like right to the end, yeah, tap tap tap, you got it. Right to the end, tap tap tap. Okay, there you got it. How many, how many repetitions is that shoulder gonna accept before it's like, hey, screw you, like, (laughs) you know? So, um.
1: It's something to think about when you're, whenever you're applying a, a submission on a shoulder lock or something. I like to try and think of it like I'm actually stretching my partner. Yeah. So if I took your shoulder, what I'm actually trying to do is give you a slow stretch of the muscles and take them to the extreme. I am not just trying to pop it in one motion. You're trying
0: to take the muscle to the extreme.
1: Well, I'm I'm working it slowly there as opposed to just ripping it. Yeah. Uh, because both are going to get the same end goal. In fact, if I'm slow and gentle with your shoulder, it gives you an opportunity to learn if you, there's an escape and mm-hmm. if I've left an opening, which is better for learning. And two, you're going to trust me with your shoulder. If I grab your shoulder and just yank on it, are you ever going to let, want to let me near you? have got a bad shoulder. Are you ever mm-hmm. going to let me near it? No. But if, if, if I catch you in a Kimura and I'm gentle with it and I take it there, you might you might even relax and let that turn into a stretch. Yeah. I love Kimura classes because I've got tight shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I, I know when I'm with the right partner for shoulder lock classes, they give they end up turning into partner yoga sessions Ooh. where my, sh- my, my shoulders are getting stretched. I love it when you demonstrate on me because you do it slow when you're demonstrating. Yeah, yeah, like, All right, And this is the very, this is the movement. Yeah. And it's slow and it's a night. I love it. My shoulders get stretched out.
0: Um, it's funny that you say that like stretching session because I feel like sometimes when I teach technique, I- that's what you're doing you're taking the joint in the different like ranges of motion so here's what happens and then if I want to break this I just go there You
1: know. past the, the
0: yeah I just go past this yes. boom right there that's possible Correct. but we don't do that so it almost it feels like a little bit of a Feldenkrais mm. um, fun, functional integration class so in Feldenkrais what happens is like one on one classes are based on touch okay so the practitioner is going to work with the you know the, the p- student client yeah, yeah, yeah. okay he's um, going to start showing them like you know where the arm likes to go where it wants to go it's, and that's not not you wouldn't even get close to it, its the limits yeah. but you would say you'd use your yourself to move your partner mm-hmm. in certain ways so that's what i kind of do like when we're doing jiu-jitsu as well it's mm-hmm. like just showing hey i can go here i can go there i can go there um and that requires finesse and um, um, i think it's important as we get better we build the finesse and with a bad shoulder and it's sp- it's not getting better. Like I have to be seeing a few people. We're in sort of Cairo actually, Maddie. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, like if you're forceful and you don't have finesse and you don't have care for other people, it's not just that I won't roll with you, I won't let you roll with anybody else either. Yeah. So there you go. So if you want to learn, if you want to be a good valued member in high Jiu Jitsu, uh, don't be forceful and reckless and at the same time do. Be sensible and do be careful. Mm. Caring. Caring. Mm. Careful.
1: Careful. Careful. Care about your partners.
0: Careful. Mm. Caring.
1: And then the last point (laughs) on that with the pinching of the skin. Yes. Look, sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it happens. Um, But you know when you're grabbing like the back of someone's arm yes you have to know you've got my skin there and yeah it hurts that's the other squeeze. thing I
0: get that it's an accident and this is something that beginners do all the time beginners listen up don't grab people's skin <laughs> when you are trying to grab like a sleeve grip or a pant grip and you, you like you just you just grab you got your hand in a fist and you just latched onto anything anything yeah. no yeah. you don't do that <laughs> latch Finesse. onto the cotton <laughs> yeah.
1: cotton or the muscle grab my whole tricep
0: okay but so not, cut the bone almost yeah, but don't whole, pinch skin yeah uh, unless you want to like start annoying people
1: sometimes it happens from like their leg I've had it happen where they're under side control and their knee will be like around yes. my arm I get that that's accidental but that one hurts the worst because yeah. that's body weight yeah, crushing yeah, 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 you yeah. In between the ground or if
0: you're on top in mount right at bottom in mount and someone's yeah. like yeah like it it, pinches skin on the, on the ground that's yeah. not nice but and it's if, an accident it's right? accident yes you accidents happen but at the same time, people um, avoid accidents. Don't it with your
1: hand. Don't do it with your and hand. You've got control
0: over that. Control, control, not skin. There you go. That should be the tagline. Mm. Control, not skin. All right. Another way to piss people off. Think you know it all and you don't need to learn anymore. Mm. The cup isn't empty. It's full. You're not thirsty, but full with free, preconceived ideas of what you think is right. But if you're not in class to learn, why are you there at all? Have you ever had any um, situations like this? Maddie? here's a good question. When you're in class and you're coaching a class, have you ever had a situation where you think the person like, you you feel he's... Okay, let's get into the depths of this and let's get honest. Sometimes I feel like I don't even want to coach the person because like, I know that the moment I say something, they're going to say, oh, but this and this and this. So I'm like... (sighs) Oh, but then... No, nah, but this is what I do. No, nah, but this is what I... Okay, fuck. Like, just do your thing then. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a dialogue to this. There's a dialogue to, between a, somebody that's kind of offering something new and somebody that's come to class, for God's sake, Is they've showed up to a class and yet they, they're they there to tell you, you um, what they know, even though they're there as a the student. And I'm... I am always willing to learn, and I'm, I I really do my best, and I think I think I do very well mm. in like opening things up and keeping my eye my mind open and saying, okay, what would you do for me? Oh, you're sick, okay, but you're in the class, man. So just do as is being done in the class or something similar to that, mm. and don't come into a class protecting the things that you know because I think that's dumb and I think that limits you and it limits your partners and it's annoying.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: look. so so back to the question did you have anybody
1: uh look
0: there's definitely been
1: times it's happened yeah and you know it's great to be thinking ahead oh what if this what if that what if I do this what if I do that and that's great to be thinking ahead but you've also got to develop your understanding first alright cool great I've seen you do the move five times practice it more yeah keep practicing it um I just, as I said, it's good to think ahead, like what if this, what if that, but especially when it's white belts that do it, it's like your under. Even blue belts, even
0: purple belts, still don't know shit, like, you yeah. know, like it's the mentality, I feel. True. It's not a, It's not necessarily a white belt mentality, because when you get your blue belt, like what, you know everything, it's like, no, just shut up, listen to it, mm. just open your brain yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Be receptive. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. feel free to let it come out but still be receptive and listen, open your ears when you're in class. Mm. That's that's critical. That's a mentality, I think. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. Anything to say on that? No?
1: If you're, if you're there to learn, don't question.
0: Be there to learn people, okay? That's what we're talking about. Mm. Um, yeah similar to this if you want to be annoying work on something completely different to the rest of the group your learning curve is different to everybody else's so all the lay people do what's on the class agenda you have free reign to do as you please without any mention of your coach to your coach you just do your thing because you're you're an independent entity in this whole class you're the only one that's doing different things differently I'm
1: pretty guilty of this one how? no to be fair I think most of mine it's themed like, I don't think you are I might I'll be helping people or whatever it is we'll be drilling and then I'll find something tangentially tangentially I can't say that word tangentially related that sounds right yeah uh, so it's we'll be doing a technique and like oh I can do something if I, I can find a way to yeah. change something or something that comes out of it
0: yeah man that's but, that's great that's beautiful that's Jiu Jitsu that's why you're there mm-hmm. that's not that's not what we're talking about I think like what, at least what I'm talking about in this article is like, okay, we're doing kimuras. Alright, three, two, one, done the kimura. And somebody comes off and starts doing like heel hooks. Heel hooks. Yeah, that's 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 disrespectful. It's Like what are you doing? Oh man, I just thought I'd work on my heel hooks. That's disrespectful. Why are you in this class? <laughs> <laughs> because may, maybe also Maddie that we're not we're not a big gym. Mm. We've got hundred meters hundred square meters of mat space.
1: What was that? Someone in a car.
0: hundred square meters of mat space. Um, and the and the problem is that like if one person is on some completely different path and it puts it like the whole part of the room almost mm. you know there in the same thing and the other thing is we're not silly in saying you, you must do everything that the coach is doing in class it's like and let's say let's say you know hean has got a competition mm. and he's like we're doing a fundamentals class and he showed up to the fundamentals class but he's like John I'd really like to work on my takedowns with Maddie today because I've got a I've got a competition coming up on the weekend. Sure man, no worries. like depending on, you know, space and all of that, you know, I definitely wouldn't say no to things like that. As long as it's adapting.
1: As long as it doesn't interrupt the rest of the class. Yeah,
0: it can't interrupt the rest of the class. So when I'm talking, sit down. Yep. Maybe just watch, you know, or just be really, really quiet and don't be break-falling and sparring when I'm trying to tell talk to the class about something completely different. Um but I Am a culprit of this as well. I definitely, when we're at SPMA, man, Matty, I feel like my SPMA days, <clears throat> I don't know, they're very interesting. And like in hindsight, looking back on them,
1: sometimes you got to do things right, they're wrong to learn how to do it right.
0: Well, that's what, exactly what happened. Like, and I, as a white and blue belt, like, I don't know, I, I definitely had ego. I feel like I had ego because that's I was not training with Shahar.
1: It's not to say SPMA does things wrong. That's a reflection on me. No, that was me. My, yeah, reflection on me.
0: That was me, because you had Elvis and Anthony and all the coaches the running class, gym. and I thought I was special, so I'd be in the corner with Shahad doing our own different stuff, you know, that we saw from Gracie Mag, you know, for example, because we knew the basics, we knew the fundamentals, so we were doing things that were more advanced, and it's like, shut up. Like, back then, oh, yeah. I'd be laughing at myself, you know. Um, but of course different situation, different circumstances, different things to, to consider there. But that's what I'm talking about. Not, not just, in fairness to me and Shah too, we usually have competitions coming up. We'd be competing every weekend. So <clears throat> we might've been doing something a little bit more specific to what we needed at the time. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But um, don't like, just be a part of the crew is what we're trying to say. That's why you're in there essentially. Mm-hmm. The biggest benefit you're going to get from, from jiu-jitsu is, like, is that social benefit, you know, where you feel like you're part of a crew and you're mm-hmm. enjoying yourself, you know, it's the community. So if you're like somehow distinct from the community that you're a part of and you're overly special than what the next member is, that's not necessarily a good um, attitude, mentality to have. Yeah? Yep. Um yeah, so here's another one. Not if you want to be annoying, um, you can be annoying by not helping others where you can. Tony Montana says the world is yours, so screw everyone else, right? <laughs> when you see your partner making an obvious mistake, help them out.
1: No, I'm gonna keep all my knowledge for me because that's the only way I can be better than everyone. Maddie,
0: you're being you're being funny now, right? Yes. But people think like that. I know. People legit think like that. There's actually people that sometimes. Here's one thing: like we had somebody that comes in every now and then, um, and like they have their own little distinct understanding of jujitsu and you know their game and their knowledge, and it's, like, it's okay, no worries. And it goes back to the few things that we're saying above t- today, um, which is why we tend not to have many people from other schools come in just to roll just to practice just to do a class casually don't mind them coming in but if they come in with the right attitude like you know they're welcome but if they come in like with as we were saying above just like just protectionism Mm. then it's like I just don't I don't think it's effective for them to be in that class maybe they can come to an open mat and grapple and you can have a grapple with them no worries Um, but in any case um, this like a few people the mentality is I don't want to show what I do because I won't be able to use it anymore
1: yeah
0: so one person was getting like passed and then was getting like what swept, like was getting swept and I said hey man what sweep show the person on top the sweep that you're using so they don't get swept by it next time because it kept doing it two three times kept doing it so that's just natural dialogue, right? Okay, hey man, I've got you three times like this. Fix that gap. Okay, I'll fix that gap. And then next time it's a better role. Yeah. Because the person isn't making that same mistake. So your technique's not working. Way. So you're not just going to get the same path, same path, same path. You're developing new new routes. Mm. So if you're on like Google Maps and you're just kind of like moving the, the cursor further away, further away, and you're kind of expanding the knowledge. Correct. You know, um, and then you start finding eventually that it all comes full circle anyway. See, the Earth isn't flat, you know, like it's like it's round, and it keeps coming around and going around and around and, and you're around.
1: You end up back in someone's garden again.
0: Exactly. So, so improving your understanding of it. Don't try to protect what you what you have. Mm. Um, so I think you you can be very annoying when you try to um, have that mentality and you're protecting yeah. things. And you're keeping them from your friends and from your teammates because we're all a group, we're all a, we're all a team, so we all have to be there for each other. But
1: you know what? Helping other people is going to make you better. And I say that, I think there's many ways for me to, to extrapolate on that one little phrase. But just the idea that if you spend less time focusing on what you're doing and more time focusing on what they're doing, one you're going to see what they're doing they're going to see them mis- you're going to see their mistakes yeah but then you're also going to be in a position where uh, when they ask you at the end of the round where can I get better you're going to have an answer for them yeah whereas if you're just focused on winning you're not going to be able to tell them oh you made this mistake three times you may be less aware of it because you are so focused on winning and protecting your own jujitsu.
0: That makes sense May so Oh no. I think we recorded this at a different volume but anyways it's
1: all right. we can we can adjust it
0: so um come to jujitsu. here's another one if you want to be annoying at least to me sorry come to jiu-jitsu for the workout alone <laughs> like there's people who come in oh man i just want to get a sweat on you know and, and i'm trying to talk technique and they're just there doing like star jumps and like burpees and shit just to keep their heart rate up so they can keep the workout happening I'm like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Shut up. That's me. That's
1: me when I'm doing my push-ups.
0: No, but you, are you're Panzer. You're right. But like, just like,
1: I couldn't imagine anything more distracting in class. I'd, I'd, I'd get up and do it now, but it'd be a bit silly. You can't see me while someone's trying to talk. You're just there doing um, doing sprawls, just smacking your hips on the ground like ah, oh,
0: but yeah, yeah. But I've
1: got to get back up. You know, like that would be so distracting. Everyone, no one's going to be focused.
0: Well, why? Because you're killing uh,
1: the flow of the class.
0: Well, and here's the difference. Hi-Jiu-Jitsu, it's a school. It's not a gym. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. If it's a gym, okay, go do your burpees, go do your workout. Like, we're all trying to work out. We're all trying to burn calories. We're all trying to get healthier. At a school, at a Jiu-Jitsu school, you're learning Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. You're there to learn self-defense. You're there to learn the art form. Whilst you learn the art form, you get a sick workout. That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But you're there for the art form and you're there to learn. You're there to build your technique. Yep. You're in a school. You need respect in the school. There's a system in a school. In a gym, there's a lot of sweat, right? Like, you know, there's a, there's a big, big difference right there. Um, so, you know, you don't need to learn how to defend yourself. All you come is for the rolling and the sweating, and you can't wait to burn those calories. So hurry up already. Let's get into it. Sometimes I'm talk mad, talking, Matty, and it's at the beginning of my talk, not even at the end. At the end, some people get restless, maybe sometimes a little bit long-winded. I Okay, I admit there are times that Maybe I've given a little bit too much. I can feel when I'm when I've been talking too much. I can feel the group's energy starting to wane, the attention starting to sway, and I'm like, usually I'm just gonna, I'll go, I'll finish really quick and say, all right, everybody, did you get that? All right, three, two, one, boom, and get everybody moving again, because sometimes, um, but sometimes at the beginning, the person doesn't want to listen, and I'm like, hey, man, like. What are you here for? You know, if you're not here to learn like the next technique, and if you're not here to learn and improve on on your on your technique, on your knowledge, then what are we doing? You know, and usually it's white bots that are like that yeah. too. There's been a few white bots that have come in from other gyms, and it's that exact mentality, and they're from different gyms. So they're used to getting they used in to a something workout. different. They're getting a yeah. the workout, so that makes sense. But look, if you want to be at high jitsu and if you want to learn with us, don't just come for the workout alone.
1: Don't get me wrong, I also get it on the flip side of that. Sometimes you have a bad day and you just want to come in and have a roll to take your mind off things. But, you know, no need to jump the gun and get too far, too into it too quickly.
0: I agree, I agree. Um, Talk, you want to annoy people, then start talking unnecessarily during a roll and celebrating the tap.
1: Oh, I'm guilty of
0: that. Tease someone, yeah you are. Tease someone for not catching you, commentate on what they're doing wrong, boastfully celebrate a submission Fun. Look, fun and games are cool, and it's always in good spirits. I get that, but just keep it quiet and just freaking train already.
1: I do like to have a bit of a trash talk with some of my friends while we're having a roll, um, and you know what? All uh, right, you po- you posted on Facebook this a similar question to this recently. Uh, I think you did things that you don't like. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Taron came was out with talking on in class during a roll. Yeah. Uh, and I actually have a different point of view to that, and I I, I commented it. It's. Uh, you ever see like two old guys going for a run, and they're going for a jog. They're not got. They're going for a jog for fitness. Yeah. But they're running along and they're talking the entire time. Now I know jujitsu isn't running, but you've got two people who are going at a slower pace, but they're still faster than walking, and they're talking. They're just talking about life, having a good time. Yeah. Because their heart rate is up but mm-hmm. it's not at the point they go <laughs> for sure and what that can give you yeah. and look there's a time for this not everyone is ready a lot of white belts probably can't do this because they don't know enough of jiu yeah but once you get to a point where you know enough of jujitsu, you can probably have a conversation while you're rolling and it turn into a nice flow roll mm-hmm. so i think there is a place for talking
0: yeah i feel you
1: some not always it's not every role should be a conversation. yeah
0: it, it depends To you know i get i get it not every role should be a conversation but if you are having a conversation then it could also be verbal in a way as in maybe i feel this is what i feel like you're saying this is what i get from what you're saying at higher we don't roll like we're gonna like we're in world championships all the time Correct. and if we're in world championships then you won't be talking you will spend all your energy on the performance and on you know the acts and the trying to win and trying to improve position and all of that but if you're just kind of having a cruisy role then a few little chats here and there like isn't yeah harmful to anybody correct yeah i I see that
1: on the back to the point at hand i've also rolled with people who when in predicament situations would take their mouthpiece out to start talking to you yeah it's like why
0: there there you go that's that's the annoying part yeah there,
1: there is you've got to understand your own what's going on like, yeah if
0: you're wearing a mouthpiece leave the leave the mouthpiece oh in your God. mouth that nothing that was, if you want to say if you want to mumble a few words like from behind that mouthpiece then so be it do it um but
1: don't interrupt the role
0: yes what if you have a you might have a question so Absolutely. you take your mouthpiece. hey maddie maddie you just like you did something really awesome you swept me there what'd you do there okay no worries i don't mind that
1: yep that's yeah that's a question ask me a question yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. ask me a question don't 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 stop me halfway through, through doing something to tell me how I could do it better
0: yeah and then celebrating a tap like this is sometimes we have fun with this at, at higher and it's not a bad thing like Maddie was Maddie would tap somebody and then get up and start doing a dance and running around I like, did
1: that once uh, and, and I, I felt bad but it, you know um, I forgot his name uh, it's um Megumi and uh Tetsu. Tetsu. Tetsu I was thinking. Yeah, Tetsu. on all people you did that to Tetsu. He uh, was like dude, the most Tetsu, respectful person the most in the whole lovely world. He's most man in the world. But he had been giving me so much trouble <laughs> for like three months. He'd been spanking me and I was like I got him. I, I was so happy to like And then to he, he
0: took it so so like he was He was so mine. graceful. yeah, yeah. Was, he, He's always he's, graceful.
1: He's the most graceful man. But he'd just been spanking me and giving me so much trouble when I finally caught him, I was just super over the moon.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So take that with a grain of salt, people. You know what yeah. we're talking about. You're not stupid. Um, and I hope um, you guys understand what we're, where we're coming from with that. Lastly, and not least, you want to be annoying in jiu-jitsu class? Be sarcastic. <laughs> that just general, right? That's just in general. That's just in general. Like Because everyone wants to be treated like an idiot on the mats and off. Um,
1: I think sarcasm has its place, but it's it's not, it's not a common thing for it to be relevant, especially not in a learning environment.
0: Yeah. I, no one
1: wants to be belittled while they're trying to learn. Mm-hmm. That's like the most discouraging thing you can do to someone who's learning something is belittle them.
0: Yes. Um, and it's just not necessary. Yeah. Like, it's really not. It's, yeah. In, so maybe in the pub, you know, when you're on a beer, like messing around after class, you can just be an idiot a little bit, but... On the mats, I don't know, I think it's a little bit of respect because mm. that's the difference again in the school versus the gym. In the gym, you can be an idiot. There's no one, there's no real tradition in the gym, you know, so there's no real um, etiquette. Yeah. There is a little bit of an etiquette, but no one near as much etiquette as in a school, you know, and you've bowed in, you've bowed to LDO or your master's, whatever, you got your belt on, just don't be an idiot. Mm. Be, be, be a good guy, man. Very Maddie, cool. anything else? We've said it in the comments. There's more com uh, in these comments. Feel free to post a few up. Um, any other ones? Any other ones that like stand out to you that we haven't said today?
1: Um, I think we've produced like a pretty comprehensive list. It is, it um, is. Yeah, just yeah. You know, no, it don't need to be an ego either. I think that there's always going to be. It's hard to to go your entire life without ego. We're not we're not monks. Yeah, you know, but. Um, yeah don't be a dick
0: don't be a dick (laughs) boom oh right there hey everybody thanks so much i think we might have had some audio problems at the start maybe danny can fix them um but in any case thank you so much for joining on again um and happy quarantinos we'll be seeing you and chatting again very soon yeah thank you peeps thank you adios